0: Welcome to Blinkers Off with your hosts, Jared Welch and Aaron Halterman. What is up? I'm Jared Welch. He's Aaron Halterman. It is Thursday, October 5th, and this is Blinkers Off. What's up, man?
1: What's up, guys? Everybody, it's gonna, gonna be a fun show today, man. I, I you know, I kind of complained about September last week. And, <laughs> It's gone, and October's here, and this is an awesome weekend. It doesn't get much better than this weekend.
0: Yeah, and the uh, the chat's already popping here. Everyone's fired up. There's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot going on um, this weekend, and obviously, I mean, it's it's obviously the it's you, you talked about it. It's the final uh, weekend of preps for the Breeders' Cup, but at least official preps of over here. We have like. I don't even 14, 15 between Friday and Sunday, uh, between aqueduct Gulf streams in there with one, uh, Keeneland and of course, Santa Anita, it's, it's it. I mean, this is it. And, uh, it it does (laughs) after that, I mean, we've already started prepping the breeders cup, you know, content and the, and the guide stuff. And it's just like between, you know, really once they, that last horse finished crosses the wire on Sunday you're just completely shifting over to how am I finding these Breeders' Cup winners? Yep, going to be
1: fun to uh, go through. And, and like I said, you're going to finally, uh, you know, I shouldn't say finally, but you're going to really know the fields in the next week or two. Pretty good idea. And, of course, they're all going to change uh, as we go along. But you're going to have a good idea who's going to run. And like I said, it's just uh, it's a fun time of year once you get to this weekend especially after a little bit of a, a lull, you know, admittedly, and now you're kind of back to where this is this is big. They're big-time races. The big tracks are back running. I know we got Santa Anita back uh, last week, and, boy, that was nice having it back. There's weather that's not terrible at Belmont, so we'll have it going. And then, of course, Keeneland, obviously uh, just a, a big, big, big-time meet. Ooh,
0: look at that. you' are you really going to do it?
1: I believe it when I see it. I've heard, I've heard yes and no and yes and no. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, the last I heard, I, I checked with Haltman about the old the meetup thing we were going to do, or you were going to schedule for us. And the next thing mm-hmm. I know, you weren't coming. Now you are coming. So I don't know. Just tell us where to be and when to be there. As long as it's not Friday night, Shotty. That's uh, yeah. That's my no. I. my Cajuns.
1: I, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get too excited. I think she'll go and not go three more times between now and then.
0: <laughs> if you if you stay tuned uh, to to see to all the shows, to, you know the Magic Mike show later on, she'll she's not going on the Magic Mike show. So we'll <laughs> we'll do, <laughs> she is uh she's double entered, right? That's double
1: entered, uh, that. yeah. <laughs> right?
0: Right. As we see. I'm so fucking tired. Like I, I, we gotta, we gotta stop doing that. There's gotta be a rule against double entering horses because it's like this weekend in particular is so bad. Where you have, you know, Brad Cox horses entered everywhere, every track it seems like, and trying to figure out where everybody's going. And uh, yeah, so Shoddy, we're not, you know, until we see the, you know, the horse on the on the field or on the on the track, so to speak, uh, we're not getting excited about it.
1: I I think it's just, it's fair to say that. Right. (laughs) So it's, yeah. She admits it. It's fair at this point.
0: Uh, yeah. If you're not there, we're, we're done. Okay. As
1: long as we're not sending her off to the breeding shed. Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. I'm not going there. So I'm (laughs) I'm not doing it. Uh, listen, um, Rodney, we are not, I mean, we, we're like, we get like press credentials. So we just kind of, float around the whole place so Mm -hmm. um just just gotta hit us up and and we'll we'll definitely be able to meet and uh we go to the press area. well halterman doesn't go to the press area but uh i occasionally do if i need to do something or sit down or you know get a drink magic love magic in there grinding away for us but uh yeah just hit us up we'll be around that's kind of the best part about when we go to the track um especially these big days is we just we go everywhere so yep um Okay, we got to talk about something. There's lots to talk about, but we have got to talk about the the business big thing here coming up. By the way, Shotty, we'll get we'll get to the turtles update here coming up. We have a game tonight, um, assuming it's not rained out. But uh, listen, running for purse money only. So the the you tell the story because you you're you're more plugged into it than I am. But I know the details of it or the basic details of it. We have another horse, another situation where a horse was accidentally scratched in the morning. Uh, and then fixed, not scratched, but because of that, now the horse is going to have to run for purse money only. This seems to be happening more and more lately (laughs) thoughts.
1: Well, here's the thing. Well, yeah, basically what happened is a horse was mistakenly scratched out of the race for about two minutes. Okay. On the website. So instead of just saying, you know, probably nobody saw it or Hey, maybe somebody did see it just maybe we'll put in big letters is running now. I- anything like that, right? No, just scratched, but it will only run for purse money only. Not scratch, but only run for purse money only. I mean, it's ridiculous, it, it, but this is it. This is it. Every, uh, this is, happens a lot, right? It's yeah, something it. every day with Naira right now. Like yesterday, the tote board wouldn't flash the right numbers. It, it's nuts. And so, anyway, here we go again. And it, it's just another situation where it's, crazy that we scratch a horse for for literally a couple of minutes and now it can't run for anything other than purse money only you can't bet on the horse it, you tell me I, I don't know
0: it it's just the funniest part about it is is that we have <laughs> we and, and again we see it all the time as well when especially it felt like it happened every day at saratoga this meet where it was like five minutes not i mean five minutes is generous two minutes before post they're off the turf and now you've got to you know before the pick five starts or whatever that's fine but they can do that no 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 delaying the times or anything like that no we're gonna run it in two minutes still no matter what you're just fucked you got to figure that out but when a horse is scratched accidentally by the way by user error when it's scratched like six hours before the eight hours before the race or whatever, you know, t- depending on the what race it is, that horse can't run or can't be used in the, it's just, it's asinine. Like it, it's, you know, we were talking about it before the, the show. It's like, we hate to keep bashing on horse racing in general. Naira seems like to be <laughs> the front of it. Uh, but it's like, when you tee it up for us, how, what are we supposed to do?
1: Well, it's a joke. We can't not talk about it when we go on the air, and, and half the chat—that's all talking they want to about talk it, yeah. about. Well, we—that yeah. why do we do these shows for people that like horse racing? What are people in horse racing talking about? This? Well, are we really doing a service uh, to people if we just ignore it? No. <laughs> just, and here's here's the deal, and then this is this is a, listen. I update scratches for every track in the country every day. So what my what I'm getting at here is. I am constantly refreshing those pages to get those scratches. Neither time this has happened the last two times have I seen the horse that was scratched for a couple of seconds scratched. I would be one of the most likely people in the country to see it, and I didn't even see it, right? Because I refresh that thing every couple of minutes until they come out. So that shows you it wasn't 30 minutes being listed. It wasn't an hour being listed. Literally a couple of minutes. And then they took it right off and corrected it. I I, I mean, that would almost be, to me, it would almost be like if I updated a scratch, say, for our website, and I put the wrong horse on there to win, and then a minute later I caught it and I changed it, I just wouldn't give a horse. I would just ride on that race. I gave out the wrong horse. So now you can't see any picks for this race because I made this error. Like, that's how (laughs) fucking stupid it is. yeah am well, i well, wrong well, well, is that a stupid comparison or would that kind of be like could you imagine coming to our site and be like race three at belmont the big a it says oh i messed up so now you can't see my picks because i made a mistake what
0: yeah <laughs> ha- and by the way it happened three hours ago
1: right you know? yeah, exactly <laughs>
0: yeah. and the race is still three hours away like yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. It, it almost, it'd be like uh like in a game like an nfl game or something if a player like at, they accidentally like listed him as, as out for like two seconds and then they fixed it and they said oh well you can play still but you no one there's no, no betting allowed on this game or whatever you know like or on you it'd be prop bets you know or whatever it is like better to be like what that doesn't make any sense like he's playing how can i not bet him you know and so it's just it's wild to me it it, it, it I, I i get like at least they're ready for purse money only i mean at least it's not like the horse is complete stays scratched right because i mean that would be the worst of worse but still it's like whenever you had you know in the breeders cup when you had the horse run for purse money only and they won and it's like it was great for the owners and the and officially they won but for the betters people like you who love the horse I mean, you're it, it's it's just it just it's total disrespect to the people that run this game, which is the betters that yeah. keep the game going. It's just a total slap in the face.
1: Yeah, it it and so like like Dennis asked, like what are the one of the common sense reason to run for purse money only? That's why you're not they're they're thinking as well, it's not the owner's fault, and so we'll let the owners earn this purse, you know, yeah. they've entered the horse and all that. Uh which is good for the owners for sure. But the owners are a very, very small portion of the whole. Like, you're, you're okay. We're gonna let these guys run for purse money only. You know, two, three people, however many people own it. But then the rest of you all that support the whole game and make the whole game go day after day, piss on y'all.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever.
1: Yeah, it's like whatever, no big deal. And so again, it's just, it's just shitting on the customer for no reason. And look. If you have the horse scratch, and it's it's five minutes for the race, or, or or five minutes before they come to the paddock, and he's been scratched for hours, and then all of a sudden the horse is in the paddock, yeah, you better run him for purse money only. That's nuts, right? We're talking about a couple minutes.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, uh, someone needs to be fired.
1: <laughs> I know, yes.
0: <laughs> I mean first of all uh, who keeps making the errors uh, on on the on the scratches like how hard is that to do not well for well for one we can't even figure out how to get entries out on time and we can't figure out how to get scratches out on time on big days so surely we can't figure out how to select the right horses to to list uh you know that there are and are not scratched but i mean at this point it you know i saw that whenever uh magic sent it to us it was you know and it's funny how we're like you know how like you see so much if you if you're if you see so much shit you you become accustomed to it so you're just kind of yeah. like yeah that's it. that sounds about right yeah like not surprised by that move at all Mm-mm. no like, oh it's, yeah it's no that makes sense course.
1: yep yeah it's like oh yeah that's the, I I believe that happened you know then yesterday <laughs> so. you
0: had the dead heat thing with the the horses where it had the wrong horses listed like the what Pratt claimed foul to wasn't even the right it was just like. <laughs> What is happening that? in New York? You just
1: laugh. I mean, and again, you know, you felt bad for them last weekend because of the weather, but then they do like the dumbest things. Like, okay, the weather's bad. I get it. They're, that is tough when that happens, especially when you're trying to run races on the turf. And then we we force a Sunday day of racing when we probably shouldn't have ran and the turf wasn't ready. So then we just cancel a race that cancels a bunch of bets. And it's just like, guys, did did you not see this? this was going to happen. Like, I get it. The weather's bad. You're going to have to adjust, but why did you do it like that? It's so dumb.
0: Yeah. It was weird. Like, it's just like, yeah. Oh, we're going to, we're going to move these races to this day. And this right. And then by the way, this it's just like, dude, it's not that hard. Cancel the card, move it to this day and be done yeah. with it.
1: So Rodney's asking. So what happens when a horse wins that uh, race that only races for purse money only, as bettors, we're supposed to pretend, pretend like it didn't happen. Basically, what would happen is, in that situation, and what happened when Modern Games did it at the Breeders' Cup, the second-place horse is the winner when it comes to betting. Which right? was, I can't
0: remember who it was, that McPeak horse or something. Um, um,
1: was it McPeak? Yeah, McPeak's horse. I can't remember it either, who won that race. Because he was so far back.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, if you had... So, so this just to kind of like put that into full circle there, mm-hmm. like, let's pretend... So like they go to the winter circle, not not the not the second place, but you know Godolphin and everybody goes to the winter circle. You know, modern games won the race, like that. That all happened. But if you had that horse in everything, and, and <clears throat> you get no credit for it, and I don't believe that was the second choice, Mm-mm. so you wouldn't have gotten that horse to that horse anyways. Like if you know by default, and so you just became. And by the way, it happened late right it wasn't like yep. you had time to prep for that it happened right before the race yes and and it was the last race yep and so you were fucked you unless so- you used that horse you were all of a sudden oh remember that it was that real shitty it, it, it was the some weak ass favorite yep. yep um behind that horse and it was didn't run worth a shit and that you got so here's what happened, because I was singled and alive, and it was the last race of the day, like
1: Jared said, and I was singled to Modern Games, because, I mean, if you go back, any any podcast about Modern Games, I love them, right? right. I was singled to him. He scratches, so now I am defaulted to whoever goes off as the favorite in the race. But I'm singled, so I have no other coverage, so I go to, I get Dakota Gold. <laughs> yeah, that was now was Dakota Gold is now my single. He goes off as the favorite dakota gold I, I don't know i think there was like 12 horses in the race was probably like my eighth or ninth horse that i liked in the race yeah now if a horse scratches for a reason that is legit it's like look it's it's bad luck but i get it i mean it's just what happens but to, but that be single to modern games to see modern games win the race by like two links just cruise on by no i think he was paying like 900 or no it was 1200 dollars. i think the pick five was paying to modern games And to see that happen and me win it and I lose, it it was the worst feeling. And also on on a day like the Breeders' Cup, you get a lot of new players. And so people were emailing us that night while we were doing the live show, like, what is happening? What's going on? I I had the ticket, like that horse won. It was it was just insane. Uh, so yeah, I got Dakota Gold. Tis the bomb was the horse that quote unquote won the
0: race. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah that How could I forget? Uh, and by the way, it's the only time I can think of, other than maybe at Saratoga once with Baffert. But like, it was the loudest boos oh I've ever heard at a track
1: <clears throat> ever. I, I've never booed at a racetrack i was booming like crazy and another thing um uh guys paddle was with us right you remember he had that horse modern games he had that horse played for a He was in the breeder's cup uh, betting contest and he 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 was like he was close to all in on the horse yeah and and then that'll happen And, and, and so it's just like everybody got screwed and it was an awful awful feeling
0: yeah it just magnifies it when like it it'd be shitty, right, for the owners yep. if you didn't allow the horse to run. But when you see the horse go out there and romp, it only magnifies the fuck up that they made. And yep. and everyone, you know, you, like you said, you see the horse streak by, <laughs> and you're just like, oh my gosh! Like, well,
1: guys and I were watching it, and and we were kind of like, oh, maybe what, maybe halfway down the stretch or a quarter way down the stretch where we were yeah. sitting. <laughs> And Modern Games on, is on the outside, and here he comes, and we look at each other like, oh, no. It, not only is he going to win, but it's going to be in, in, a, in a romp.
0: Yeah. yep, Yeah, it was, and he it, it felt bad for the owners and the, and the connections because they're in the winter circle, you know, celebrating, it, and it's, it's a crowd of booze, you know. It was – yeah. that was Friday, too. You know, that was a juvenile um, turf, and so that was Friday, and, and, of course, we had to go the next day. And so it was yep. – that was at Santa Anita, right?
1: No, that was at Del Mar
0: – was it a Delmar? Yeah, it was yeah, Delmar, was Del wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So, Sandy is off the hook. So, all right. Uh, let's get into today's show because we have a. Oh, by the way, we've got to do it. Classic winner. What's your class? Who's your classic winner? We are, what are we? A month out, right? Four weeks. <laughs> Four weeks out to the classic. Who's your pick? Zandon. Yeah. <laughs> Zandon for me this week. Wow! Now you're just now you're just making a joke of it, okay?
1: I don't, <laughs> it's a joke, so.
0: Man, <laughs> uh, yeah, give me, uh, give me. I'll stick with Ushba, Ush. But I do think this is a set. This race is setting up very nicely for Archangelo um, and Ushba. anyone that's coming off the pace a little bit? Because I it just seems like um, with some of the horses that have been getting in as of late, feels like we might have. A nice little speed setup, um, but yeah, Zandon. <laughs> I, I think that just goes to show you how bad that field was. You know, he looked awesome though. He ran
1: a race where it's like, well, honestly, like he he might actually
0: be up there with a chance.
1: <laughs> he ran okay. I mean, you can't you can't knock him. He
0: ran really well. Yeah, he's a nice horse. I mean, I, and he runs like the same race every single time. Yes. He's like the most. He's like probably one of the most consistent horses we have in the race. So, a uh, thousand percent,
1: he, he he is the most consistent. Yeah,
0: he yeah. runs every time. Yep. I mean, even yep. like you look at and because you even look at like back at the Whitney when when Cody's Wish ran, like shit, it's like at least like you would like to give an effort like Zandon, right?
1: Mm-hmm. This is what I'm doing. Dennis figured it out. <laughs>
0: I'm well, picking no. different horses
1: all week, or all these weeks, and then and then when the race gets here, whoever wins, I go look. I told you all.
0: Yeah, we are gonna we're gonna plug this the piece in whenever it comes. Yep. Like, look, Halterman on uh, October fifth said Zandon would win, and it's like, yeah. well, he also said <laughs> for a, No, 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 no. He meant this one. Okay, this was the one. <laughs> uh, we'll have it like all queued up for like you know right after the race goes off or you know finishes. Like he said it. We should do that for every race. I I just, love it. Have a clip for. I love it. I'm like in. You just like I think, and then you just believe a blank, and then magic and peace in, yeah. and then <laughs> we'll win uh, some AI shit there. So, um, all like right, it. let's get to today's show. We're gonna preview and get picks for uh, Saturdays. It's the final Saturday of Breeders' Cup Winter in Challenge Challenge Series races. We're gonna look at one on Friday and one on Sunday as well. Keeneland, Santa Anita, and Belmont, the Big A. Let's go. We have a weekend, folks. this is going to be this is going to be awesome. I, okay, by the way, um, I, w- I wanted to ask you, we have we're not going to talk about all 15, but I believe there's 15, if you count every in the United States, um, between Friday and Sunday. I'm gonna set it at two and a half, over under two and a half. Out of horses running this weekend, of those fifteen races, two and a half over under winners at the Breeders' Cup.
1: God, that's a really good one. That you asked some bad ones. That's a good one. Uh, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding with you. Um, I'm in a good mood today. Uh, Let's see, two and a half. You're feisty. I'll go. I'll. I'm gonna go over, but I don't think it's by much.
0: Well, I almost said three and a half, but I wanted to set it at two and a half so you would I thought you'd likely go over because yeah. I think it's really close to that. I do too. I do too. Um you could because I think you can here's my thoughts. You you can make a case, whether it be uh, you know, really any of the three, right? Whether it be the champagne whether it be the charity and whether it be the American Pharaoh, I feel like you might get a winner out of one of those. Right. Agree. Out of the, at the Breeders' Cup. I mean, yep, agree. So there's one. I think you also could be looking at a real winner at, uh, whether it be, you know, master of the seas, or it could even be like, uh, Oh, uh, rebels romance could be one running this. I know that's not an official prep race, but he is running this weekend. So I'll count it
1: in Italian
0: in italian yes yeah um and then you could honestly you could even go as far as the phillies the two year old phillies i think that the darley has we'll talk about here in just a sec yeah there's a lot to like out of those you know well
1: rodney brought it up
0: and we'll talk about it here in a second rodney that like
1: idiomatic nest i mean they're running this weekend they that
0: a weak weak division this year so it's not yeah. like you have yeah <laughs> I right, tons of races all weekend long, Friday to Sunday, all these Breeders' Cup. We're going to focus on, so there's several in here uh, that are good races. You know, the First Lady, obviously, a key one at Keeneland on Saturday that we will not cover because it's not an official Breeders' Cup race. But if you want our analysis and how exactly Haltman and I are playing that, make sure you go to RacingDudes.com and go get your hands on the Coolmore turf mile betting Bible it's available right now uh, as soon as I'm done with the show I'm going to upload the final version it's got myself and Halterman's bets for Saturday all the entire card as well as top four picks from everybody at racingdudes.com for the entire card as well so make sure you go get your hands on that and by the way we're offering an awesome deal right now if you subscribe to any of our monthly packages as low as $70 a month not only does it get you access to our premium picks for a month but it also is going to get you access between now you do it between now and Saturday, you'll get access to three upcoming wagering guides. Absolutely free; it's one hundred thirty dollars value. Uh, you get the one this weekend, the Coolmore Turf Mile. You'll get the upcoming Breeders' Cup fourteen trends, and then you'll get, of course, the Betting Bible for the Breeders' Cup, which is going to be a huge one. Um, all that is for free if you are an active subscriber. So go get your hands on a subscription right now at RacingDudes.com, and you'll get those free in your dashboards the best deal we've had all year all right but let's start at friday let's go to friday we're gonna do one race on friday which you know i'm kind of the one not the ones not on uh on saturday where i'm gonna mention are kind of the key ones i thought that you know could have some uh could have some implications at the breeders cup race nine at keeneland on uh friday the darley else stakes is grade one 600k mile 16th uh for phillies two-year-olds it is a field of nine as of now it is a, a winning you're in um for the juvenile phillies the breeder's cup juvenile phillies uh at santa Anita field of nine like i mentioned and i, I kind of mentioned this in the opening you got a bunch of horses for brad cox that are double entered i from what i've been told <clears throat> the eight emory is gonna run uh in new york in the frisette so i don't believe emory's going to be here we'll obviously stay tuned just find out exactly but assume that she's out because i believe that's the case who do you like here
1: yeah i think you're gonna be right about that uh look i i think it's a two horse race between vv's dream and bright work i ended up going bright work on top I, I i just think this horse has just checked all the boxes so far and i mean not that vv's dream hasn't she's been good but bright work man i thought the race last time out ways and means came up to that horse i thought we were gonna have a real showdown bright work just kind of turned her away i think she's gonna be awfully awfully tough to beat so yeah give me the seven to kick us off here this will be a really really good race tomorrow on friday but uh, i think the seven gets it done
0: yeah. well okay well hopefully between the two of us one of us will get this right because i am going the other one uh, yeah. and, and listen i to be fair before i knew uh that emory was gonna was gonna run out in new york that was my pick and so spoiler alert you might will stay tuned for that race here in a second but um so i i because I, I didn't love you know who lo- i got away with one last time pay, playing vv's dream i feel like at a short price mcpeak right got a, you know you get you stole that one or i stole yep. that one it's like can he do it again you know that like, two times in a row but man that pocahontas was awesome like really really good like I think would have won the Iroquois that day as well. Vivi's Dream would have. So I get the Brightwork Beater last time they faced, or the only time they faced, and the debutante, But that was going six furlongs. Maybe Vivi's Dream is a horse that is going to get better. Maybe not going past a mile and eighth, but I think mile sixteenth here, especially um, she'll just be just fine. But I, it's hard to go. I mean, Brightwork hasn't lost. I mm-hmm. I just I just feel like with her again like I've been I've been against her pretty much every race right and so it's like why why jump on board now <laughs> uh it just feels like she's over she's she hasn't not she's not gone off a of favorite in any of her races so yep. she's obviously been overlooked it just she's out I think she's running better than as the people are expecting and I just kind of feel like it's a matter of time before the you know the carpet gets pulled out
1: yep I, I i think that it's very possible that this is the race where the carpet does get pulled out but um i i, I just i kind of thought that last time and it didn't happen i know Irad's here and i think i think that's a really good sign that Irad's coming in to ride so I, I just feel like uh you know if she gets beat i'm not gonna be too upset because bb's dream is gonna be one i'm gonna have as well i i to me, I think they're just better than the, the rest of the field, those two. And I, I think it'll be a show down the stretch.
0: Listen, we were, we're in trouble because not only is Kevin on board with me, Dennis is on board with me. Yeah. What could go wrong when Dennis, myself, and Kevin are all saying that we're going to pick a, let's be honest, it's probably going to be like nine to five McKee course. Uh, <laughs> like, what could go wrong? It, 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 it's it's It's
1: kind of gonna get weird I think tomorrow I don't know if we should prepare for anything or not like is the end of the world coming let the start started like the start of it tomorrow I'm not sure
0: now listen all, all things will be fine assuming Vivi's dream loses but if if McPeak does it again with this horse then the world very well could be ending before the readers cup gets here
1: yeah I'm a little bit worried about tomorrow now I I had a positive outlook for for tomorrow but now not so much
0: um, Thoughts on uh, Alpine Princess, since the other Cox is scratching. Um, yeah. My thoughts, just my two cents, and kind of from the, the word is, you know, getting with who the hell knows, but like, is that I think, I look at it more like they don't believe Emery can beat those two top horses, but they do think she can win out in New York. I look at it more that way versus Alpine Princess being... You know like oh i think we're, we need emory to get out because alpine princess can win kind of thing
1: yeah i i think that's the way i'm kind of looking at it as well i think you drew you know this race drew really really tough and that's probably what they're thinking and samory horse looks good yeah we'll talk about it later though i don't want to i don't want to steal the thunder on that one
0: yeah and by the way um let's do a thing here as we go through it i just kind of thought of this but it can be kind of a way we talk about each race as it moves forward in the implications to the breeders Cup like we'll, we'll do like a green light green light red light i think this is a green light when it looks at the breeders cup i think this is a legit race i think one of these horses very well could win the breeders cup you know you obviously have tamara Tamara um out, out west that's going to be you know a very big horse and you've got the frisette. Um, we'll talk about that here next but i do think these are two very legit horses um i feel better maybe yeah, especially with Vivi's dream. If the race was at say Keeneland, <laughs> yeah. uh, f- but I do think these are very nice horses.
1: Yeah, no, this is a green light. I, I-, I won't go as far on any of them to say, well, this they're going to parlay into wins, but it's a green light as far as either jet horses, they will make some sort of impact in the race going uh, in the breeders cup race.
0: All right, let's go to Saturday. Let's move over to Saturday. Now, um, to, uh, we'll go to Aqueduct. Well, Belmont, the big A Aqueduct really for Zet stakes. Grade one. Uh, 400K one mile for Phillies, two-year-olds another, um, winning your end for the juvenile Phillies. We talked about uh, Emory here at two to one, nine to five on Life Talk to Todd Pletcher and Brad Cox uh, going at it. Just just FYI is also at three to one Irish Maxima at nine to two, but when I looked at this race, it's very similar to the to the one out in Kentucky where it's I feel like it, I it's a two-horse race and I, I kind of had to decide between number two Life Talk and the aforementioned number six emory i
1: th- i do think it's a three horse race because i think just fyi that horse will probably move forward a little bit they usually do under mott uh not enough for me to pick her to win but i, I do you know i don't think it'd be shocking if she won uh, back to my pick though i'm gonna go number two live talk on top in this spot uh i, I was with you I-, I debated between the two and the six but uh uh i i went with live talk i think I think this one is pretty darn good. We saw the stretch out last time out and how good she looked. That makes sense because her pedigree says, you know, probably even longer is where she's really going to thrive. But stretching out to the mile looked really good. I think she does it again. I like that she's got that extra kind of, uh, you know, I don't know, a factor, I guess, would be the best word to say it, of we've been this distance and we've won, right? I And that doesn't always mean, everything but I, I do like that experience edge a little bit more than emory so i'm going to go number two live talk on top of this one
0: yeah i mean she was my pick here until emory the news of emory gonna come here and so i kind of changed it to emory since i like again i did have emory picked on top um to win their Darley sabaitis so i thought if she's coming here you know she's she wanted saratoga on debut was awesome that was on a muddy surface as well that day and, and if, it, if it does rain i'm not gonna like handicap based off of that but just the rain we've been getting here it's coming going out that direction gotta assume that if there is a track that is muddy that it's you know emory obviously is not gonna be hurt by that so i like the fact that emory is uh has got that experience stretching out i mean don't think you know she's from out of a dam of street sense and um uh more than ready sire. I mean, no 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 concerns really going longer. So uh I do think she's a nice horse. And again, it's another one of the and the life talk as well. I mean that last race was very impressive. I don't you think it's interesting that the more you look at it, it's like, okay, so Ired was out there Friday at Keeneland for a two year old. Now he's coming back here. Now obviously he's got a bunch of mounts on the day, but you've got some really serious players in both the Phillies and the Colts divisions um for two-year-olds that he's going you know fierceness we'll talk about here in a second in the champagne as well like kind of feels like he's going ahead go ahead and putting his foot down for some of these horses that he wants uh as we get closer and you know into next year for the oaks and derby trails i agree with you and
1: i think that was a big factor for me um on 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 kind of picking him on top a lot on saturday at uh, belmont at the big a because it just kind of feels like well you could have had some nice mounts there at kingland and he stayed here and yeah i mean you know you're always kind of chasing that derby mount and i think you know we'll, we'll talk about that horse that he's going to ride in the champagne here in a minute um but uh yeah i i, I think that the two juveniles here are a big reason why he stayed i think they both have got talent and i i just don't think he wanted to lose those mounts
0: yeah and he's going to travel across the country um to make sure he keeps them all right let's go uh Go to, uh, by the way, I am on Emory. You are on who? On Life Talk. All right. So let's go to Nut Race 8 on the car, the Champagne, grade one. We're 500K going one mile for two-year-olds. This is a Breeders' Cup juvenile, uh, FanDuel juvenile win and you're in. Field of 8 uh, lined up. Fierceness, your 6-5 to five favorite for Todd Fletcher, Irad Ortiz, we mentioned, on the mount. Altrin, you and I were there live in person to see this horse. And it was something special when this horse dominated at Saratoga. By the way, you had a little track uh, specialty as well. Comes here. You got to think will only be better as they get uh, you know, longer down, not just this race, but down the trail. Fierceness is a legit cold 6 to 5. Is that where you're going?
1: Yeah, I'm really excited about fierceness. Uh, I, I have not uh, obviously been very creative yet on this show that it will come, I guess. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about this horse. Uh, you talked about it. Horses by City of Light. So, you know, I think going a mile is going to be really good. But out of a state thirsty mare. So maybe able to get a little bit longer than a mile, mile sixteenth, mile and an eight even. I really like the number six fierceness. I think he is the real deal in a major way um, to me. He gets out in front. He kind of dominates this group. So like him a lot here, if it is, uh, uh, the, you know, if the tracks muddy or, or sloppy or whatever um, the horse did win on an off track on debut. So should be fine. And we saw, we saw, I remember sitting there talking about this when the track was muddy last time when we were there, and like, I don't know this muddy track. And I look, I was like, well, city of light didn't have any trouble over a sloppy track in the Pegasus that day. So maybe it's actually going to help him that it's wet. And, I don't think you could say it hurt him. That's for sure. So I like him. I'm super high on him. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, that was step one. Now we got step two here in the uh, Champaign.
0: Uh, Kevin, I believe Timberlake is running here. I do um, too. That's the word. And so with that, Timberlake running here versus um, we'll talk about that race coming up in the, the Breeders' Futurity out at Keeneland. You know, I us talk about him real quick because this is a horse that went off the favorite of the hopeful, Randy definitely ran the best of not Nutella fella um that that you know what do you make of that race because he ran such a nice race uh when he broke his maiden ran an 87 buyer one by nine the hopeful came back so weak he got a 69 buyer he he regressed 20 points on the buyer scale do you make that as like that was just a weird race or you know because I do think he could be the one that like could rebound greatly uh in this race
1: Yeah, we're going to find out. I remember being like over the moon, excited about that race. I thought it was going to be such a good race. And even when the numbers, you know, because numbers, I don't care all that much about. But, you know, even watching it live, I thought that was bad. Like they stopped. Everybody stopped. And so now a lot of horses coming out of that are going to run this weekend. We see a bunch of them. Timberlake being the top one, like you said. And we're going to find out. Was that just a weird race or were those horses just kind of overrated? I don't know one way or another. I don't know really what to do with them. I still like Timberlake. Uh, if fierceness wasn't in this race, I, Timberlake, I'd probably put on top, but it's hard to trust anything that came out of it. But like I said, BU is going to run back. Gold sweep's running back in this race. Just deals running back. Valentine candy. A lot of horses are coming out of that race. So we'll see if that was just kind of a blip on the radar or if, maybe that group just wasn't very good
0: yeah i mean it doesn't sound like we're going to see the only one we're not going to see is the fellow but it definitely feels like we're gonna find something out and you gotta think like i i kind of live off the that was too that was so bad that it it can't be that bad i agree you know like it if you would have ran like if they would have you know came home and he got like an 80 buyer or something or an 85 you'd be like well he regressed, but maybe these aren't very good. But that's just, that was so bad, so low. just doesn't didn't make any sense that it could be that bad. So I, I do yeah. think that horse is uh, certainly going to have some value in this race. Um, but you and I are both going number six, fierceness. And, uh, you know, I'll green light this one as well.
1: Yeah, all three so far have been green lights for me.
0: Uh, yeah, I guess we forgot to do the yeah. set. But, uh, yeah, we, I think we got a green light as well. Let's see if this stays. I'm not sure it's going to stay. Uh, let's go back to Keeneland um for Saturday. And we're gonna start with race seven, the Thoroughbred Club of America, the TCA stakes. Grade two, we're three and K for going six furlongs uh for Philly's mayors, three year olds and up. And it is a breeders' cup winning year in for the Philly and mare sprint. Phil to seven lines up here, Alterman, and it's uh Ugaria is uh, two to one, five to two on Wicked Halo, nine to two and last leaf, static I mean, it's can I go ahead and read like this
1: (laughs) yeah i i hate this race i i really do uh i I just don't like any of these horses at all uh you know spoiler alert if you if you end up buying the uh wagering bible i i didn't even make a play here because like i've heard people say yeah you scratch off that last race with wicked halo and she'll be fine Okay. Yeah, you can definitely, I don't, that wasn't her, but what if she's not fine and what, she's going to go off at like seven to five, I think, because I think people are going to have that attitude. And I just didn't have a lot of interest in betting her. I put Yugiri on top, but I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I'm not in love with her. The one thing about it at six furlongs on the dirt, she's really good as in she doesn't lose. So that's why I ended up going Yugiri. Also, I don't think she'll be two to one. I think, I don't think she'll be the favorite
0: listen i'll I'll give you by the way drew has uh rob drew has mounts all day at um at belmont or belmont aqueduct belmont whatever um so i I don't know i mean i think he'll, he'll be fine um I'll give you a little spoiler, um, or at least a. This is what I was going to bet, but couldn't get myself to bet in the Bible, so I ultimately skipped the race. Uh, because I'm with you, I originally had a bet for this one, and then the more I looked at it, I just thought, you know, if I'm struggling to kind of come up with my play here, I'm not gonna use it. I'm not gonna do it. So my original idea was to play a. Uh, uh, let's see, it was a one three over six exacta. My thoughts were Wicked Halo or the three last leaf will kind of run down the six late. You know, that was the thoughts. But then I was like, you know what? I I can make a case for a bunch of these in here. Fire on Time is a horse that I was interested in underneath. Um, So it's just like I just couldn't quite get there with any of them. So I ultimately skipped the race. But I am on Wicked Halo. I do like the horse here quite a bit. You know, you've been more of the Wicked Halo guy than I have yep. over yep. the years, so it's kind of weird that I'm picking the horse. But I just feel like, one, it's kind of a case of who's in the race and who's not in the race. And then, two, it's like, likes Keeneland, runs well the distance. I To me, though, she's just, you can't trust. Even though I feel like the pace should be there for her and, and she should come running, I mean, you know better than anybody because you bet her a lot. Yeah. You can't I, trust I mean-
1: her. It's it's like my deal is like, well, just draw a line through that Churchill one, but it's also like, well, why why did she run? She was one to five in a race she should have ran backwards in one. Like, why did she happen? Why did that happen? And there were no reasons for it, right? So why is she magically just gonna run better? I mean, she might, but that was really unlike her. And sometimes when they go bad, they just go bad for a while. And I I was I was turned off enough because you like said I'm a I'm a bigger fan of hers than you. I was turned off enough up saying I'm not taking her at a short price here. But the problem is, and you said it well. There's really nobody else to like either.
0: I gotta think. Who else is in this division? As I mean, who am I missing? That's gonna is it Echo Zulu? No. Yeah, because I mean, I, mean I, I thought she might run against the boys though. If her. she
1: runs against the boys, it would be like Goodnight Olive, I guess.
0: Yeah. That's not that's not awesome. I no. mean, she's okay. She's good. Don't get me wrong, but I mean. Makes the race tough. Let me look Pretty at tough. the uh, Philly Mayor Sprint here. Let's see some of the contenders on the website.
1: I, I mean, Echo Zulu, I think, is going to win that race for fun if she enters.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. I, yeah. I mean, not, don't get me wrong, no doubt. Yeah. But if you're the owners of the connections, do you, do, you, do, you, do you get tempted by the Sprint?
1: I wouldn't be at all. But I've heard a lot of talk about it. I, I certainly would not.
0: I'll be honest. I never even considered it i didn't like either her until i started hearing about it and i was like oh that's interesting magic's the one that told me um yeah maybe he's making it up i don't know well uh,
1: and that's why i haven't taken it all <laughs> <experience>.
0: <laughs> yeah good night all of Mate- uh matt echo zulu i mean come on yeah. like if Eko- if they to me it's like hey if you want to win the breeders cup runner in this race if you want to try to beat the boys well good luck but there's no uh no automatic there so
1: yeah i agree
0: but yeah, um, so there you go. Wicked Halo for me, and you've got who? I'm gonna go with Uguiri. Uguiri, that's an interesting horse. I mean, obviously, if she, um, if she rolls here, she could be a, at least at very least a pace presence in that race. Um, mm-hmm. Especially to if Echo Zulu are running the race too, might you know create some sort of issue. But we'll see. Um, first lady is not one, obviously in Italian versus white beam. That's a race. That's going to be awesome to watch. Um, go make sure you go get the betting Bible to see what Halterman and I are playing at. I, spoiler alert as well. Halterman and I are both playing very, very heavy bets in one way or another mm-hmm. through that with that race. So make sure you go check out the betting Bible. All right, let's go to race nine, the Claiborne breeders for charity. It's grade one. We're 600 K going to mile 16th, uh, for two year olds. Again, another breeders cup winning your in for the fan duel juvenile and uh field a nine uh <clears throat> for now uh locked in here at seven to five see what I did there locked in at seven to five you've got three to one on awesome road seven to two on Timberlake who we do believe will be running out at uh Belmont at the big A but when I looked at this race and the more I've looked at it it becomes more and more clear you're basically trying to decide between the nine locked and the three awesome road
1: it's another cox versus pletcher showdown just like last year with Loggins and forte and boy did it live up to the hype it was a great race the forte edged clear of loggins late there may have been a disqualification that didn't happen in the race so you know there was a you know thank god it didn't because i had forte that year but uh look i i think with this one locked is awfully good he ran extremely well last time out um if he runs a type of race again he's gonna be tough but I really like number three, Awesome Road. That's what I'm going to put on top here. So I'm going to go with Cox this time. I love that uh, Flavian Pratt gets aboard. That's, you know, number one. I, I really like that. And then number two, I like the fact that the horse seemed to get a lot out of that debut. Was inside of another horse, got challenged, and turned that horse away. And as they approached the wire... He was really putting the other horse away that finished second that day. I thought that was a really good sign. Was it as flashy as Locked? No, absolutely not. Locked was very flashy in his uh, maiden special weight win. I think Awesome Road, they're kind of building him along. I think he's really going to pop a big race here. So give me the three.
0: Yeah, and uh, Stronghold, who he beat that day, came back to win. Yep. Um, So there's that as well. I mean, to me, you can – Go through this race with the magnifying glass, and I mean, it's 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 all an opinion, really. I mean, which obviously, it's, <laughs> it's what horse it racing is, but it's like you, they're two year olds. They both ran once, twice, I guess. Locked as, but one, both one once, and so you're really just trying to figure out which one is going to uh, pop in this race. I think I like that the nine locked is outside. Uh, of, of the rest of the field I think that's gonna especially out of the three might gonna jump get uh, the three might get the jump, but the nine bill might gonna tackle him late but I do think we're gonna see another hell of a match race here between these two down the down the stretch I, big picture I I think I might lean towards awesome Road but for this race you know Pletcher's so good with kind of getting these horses to win this race Um, and, and obviously when they have, he has those two-year-olds that are, that look really, really good to get them to win another one. So I think locked is the horse for this race. Um, moving forward, you know, maybe down the road next year, -year three-year-olds, I might lean more towards, um, your horse here. Number three, awesome road, but I would just be totally shocked. Totally shocked. If anyone else other than these two win this race. And on top of that, these are both even if you know if they run one two in whichever order they're both legit players it's a heavy green light for me at the readers cup
1: yeah i agree with that as well i i it, it's pretty exciting uh to see the talent it's pretty exciting to hear from both barns they both think they're gonna win so it's two big barns going at it with two horses they they like and yeah i mean it, you're right i mean locked gosh he he looked he looked great and That second race was a real eye-catching performance but you know you go back to the debut race there was another pletcher in there irad was on the other pletcher and the other pletcher beat locked and so i know he woke up next time out in a big way but i think at first they really didn't think this horse was uh one of their best ones but i mean it's 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 definitely looks has the look of a really good one now so i think it's gonna be a showdown
0: Yep. It's, uh, you know, that first race, the horse, you know, steadied at the start, was way out of it, made a big run late. Um, I agree, you know, for one, it was 12 to 1 in the race, locked yeah. was. Um, but two, obviously, that something happened because the horse went from an 81 buyer to a 96 buyer. Yeah. Uh, and you watch that, you know, visually, when I watched the two races, and I think the three was great as well, but when I watched the, the two races, I just was more impressed with the way locked did it um certainly stretching out to the mile that day as well so i think the mile to the mile 16th i don't think is going to be an issue for either one of these quality road for the three gun runner um out of a malibu moon mare uh for the nine locked and so i do think you know distance for either one of them is not going to be a concern but i i could i could see a case where the three looks like a winner and then here comes the nine and kind of Coming late, grinds gets by um, late in the race. But you know, I I tried to use both of them as much as I could in the betting bible, just because I, even though I really liked blocked, I mean would not be surprised whatsoever if it goes the other way around. So, yep. yep. um, going to be a hell of a race to watch, and like you know, it goes without saying, but you should be betting it. But if you're not betting it, at least watch it because it's going to have implications for the Breeders' Cup. All right, let's go. the next race here we go right to the uh, another grade one coolmore turf mile uh million dollar race one mile on the turf for three-year-olds and up again it is a breeder's cup winning you're in for the fan duel mile field of nine lines up for he lines up for this race you've got uh, a couple pletchers a brad cox all trying to tackle the appleby horse master of the seas your two to one favorite thoughts on this one
1: yeah, going to be a fun race, right? I mean, you've, you've got uh, kind of the who's who of, of the milers, except for Casa Creed, I guess. But uh, other than that, yeah, this this is a good race there, Christopher. It's it's going to be fun. Um, I think Master of the Seas is just a little bit better than most of these, and I think he's doing a little bit better than his main rivals. So I like Master of the Seas on top. Uh, up to the mark, a horse that I, I really love, a horse that's just been great all year. Kind of feels like he's being rushed into this race. He had a setback. We were kind of told, yeah, well, he's not going to be around the rest of the year. All of a sudden, they get some work in, works into him, and now he's here. i just a little bit worried about him in this spot. Also, going a mile. We saw this horse lose at Keeneland in April at a mile. I, I think he's better going longer. So I'm going to go against up to the mark in this spot and go with Master of the Seas on top.
0: Yeah, I think it was. It's. I mean, the race before was a mile 16th. The race after was a mile and eighth and a mile and a quarter. What's that tell you? Like, and by the way, they he won all of them. And so it's like, I think the horse wants to go longer. I think that Pletcher knows the horse wants to go longer. And this was kind of the last minute, like you mentioned, the last minute option to kind of force the horse into a prep race. It's a million dollar prep race um, to the Breeders' Cup. And so, yeah, I am I, I hate to be, because like, I love, I mean, we've made a lot of money on Up to the Mark. I've loved watching Up to the Mark. This year, but I just I think is a you know it's a it's a tough place to come back to, especially with Master of the Season, in the race. That's my top pick. I love this horse here. I, I was I it was so I was surprised. I mean, you got to remember like this horse ran three weeks ago, yeah. and uh, it's like when they, when that horse dominated the Woodbine Woodbine Mile, you kind of just said okay, well, see so get the Breeders' Cup, that's going to be a legit Breeders' Cup horse, and then the horse shows up here. I mean, Appleby's not running him just. To run him he doesn't need to run him he's, only, he's running him because he thinks he's gonna win a million dollar race and so mm-hmm. to me master of the seas is the horse of this race i don't love annapolis um i just think that horse is a is a cut below i, I to me the four-star dave showed that um ran an awesome race just wasn't good enough to, to beat casa creed that day does like keeneland so there's that um but I just not a big believer in annapolis i wouldn't be against playing annapolis underneath versus up to the mark i mean i think the better price obviously between those two clutchers but yeah master of the seas and i mean again dude it's uh it's got to be a green light
1: yeah i think so as well because you know master of the seas i think is legit and, and Apples is gonna make an impact i would say in that race he just kind of that's what he does and you got to work like up to the mark if he can get to the breeder's cup you'd be second off the layoff you know maybe he's kind of back in form by then in a good spot so um yeah i i think it's a green light for sure and really really talented horse i mean up to the marks the horse we've been ranking you know top five all year long as far as horses and training so um it's 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 gonna be a big time big time showdown
0: yeah now i guess it is we probably should at least mention that because it's like let's just say we're wrong and you know uh, the horse comes back off the layoff and kind of Surprises us and and rolls well. This becomes, you know, he kind of goes back to what he was or what we thought he was at you know Mm -hmm. earlier this year, and he becomes a legit serious horse. And so, as far as the Breeders' Cup goes, and so yeah, I mean, I do think no matter what, he's not running in the the Breeders' Cup turf, right, or my turf mile. I I would think, think yeah, turf, right,
1: right. I, I I don't think there's any chance he's in the mile and. Yeah, I mean, to me, it it just kind of screams. We're trying to get him back. We're we're trying to get him to the Breeders' Cup. We're just trying to get some kind of prep race in him to where he's going to pop on Breeders' Cup day. That that's what it looks like to me, you know, on the outside looking in. And that's why you kind of said you kind of mentioned you know your reasoning for uh, picking Locked versus uh, Awesome Road. It's like this race, this race right now. This is what matters, and that's the same reason I'm going Masters of Sea, Masters of the Seas. In this race do i think up to the mark is is not a good horse absolutely not i think he's one of the best but this race on this day i'm just not sure he's gonna win
0: yeah i'm uh i'm with you here so uh number one master of the seas love the horse um in this race all right let's go to santa anita on saturday we're gonna go to race three the chandelier stakes grade two we're 200k 101.16 116 miles for Phillies, two-year-olds. Field of 10 uh, lines up here. We're, we're missing Temera, but obviously she's going to just point to the Breeders' Cup. But you do have the second-place uh, runner to her last time out. Number eight, Laurent. Do you—I th- I, kind of went back and forth, because obviously I loved Laurent last time out as well. Um, I think she's a really nice horse. I'm, I'm concerned, and I think about the, a lot of these horses in the race— there seems to be a lack of pace in the race, and I, I'm wondering if a horse like the 7 Dua um, or even the 1 uh, the uh, Chattelist from Maglatt, um could possibly go out and steal this thing.
1: Look, I, I think this is a major red light race going into it. I mean, they, they could surprise us, but when, when the big horse for Mandela doesn't enter, this all of a sudden becomes a lot of also-rans, and you're right. I mean, I still think the even though you on paper doesn't look like there's a lot of pace. A lot of times you get these juveniles and you get 10 of them and they've kind of been running sprints. A lot of them will just want to go out there and kind of run early when they go two turns. I'm counting on there to be enough pace. I thought the number eight Lauren ran pretty good last time out and just ran into a bus. So I'm going to turn around and play the number eight Lawrence one more time here. Uh, I think if she runs that type of race, she'll, she'll be in a decent spot, but. I'm gonna go as deep as I possibly can. I think there's a lot of horses that can win what doesn't look to be that good of a race on paper.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I I mean, uh, for one, I'm also with you on the, you look at like the other juvenile Phillies, you know, winning your ends for the juvenile Phillies, which is, is, you know, we talked about with the Frazette and Emery or who, you know, whoever you like, you know, the Pletcher horse or even the Darley Alcibiades, it's, you know, Vivi's dream and Work, like, i like laurent but that's an also ran, you know when the breeders Mm -hmm. Cup. so uh you know i do i do think this horse has i'm interested in this horse stretching out for the first time he's been running five and a half and seven kind of has that late not kind of it's very much a late burst kind of horse kind of comes flying late so i do think laurent is um is very interesting i also think the six is is probably i assume is going to be a price is going to be interesting just you know A a daughter of Arrogate, you know, the reason I couldn't pick her is because she got smoked by Laurent, but does kind of have that late move. It's a typical sheriff's horse, right? That comes running later in the race. So if this thing were to completely melt down, wouldn't be surprised if that horse got a piece of it. Dua to me is just so, it's a, that's, that's one that you're going to have to take a stand with Dua in one one way or another because if you, I mean, typical Bafford horse, you got to think, gonna stretch out gonna to go to the speed gonna be speed um, but that last race man was was not good at all
1: no no it wasn't good at all i do think she will should, well i do think she should be better stretching out like the pedigree says we gotta oh, yeah. go long we gotta go long so this is her shot i'm with you though i think you, you can take her or leave her she has been very underwhelming in in their in start so far I don't think you can argue that, but I think if you like her, the argument right back at me is, Hey, she'd been running distances. She probably shouldn't have to run or probably shouldn't have been running. So maybe we see her kind of blossom and we see her at her best. And then, you know, we come back after this race, you go, well, maybe there is a horse that can go win at the Breeders' Cup out of this. But for what we have seen out of these horses right now, it's not looking good for them in the Breeders' Cup.
0: I also think the one is somewhat interesting, stretching out. Um, so we'll see. Uh, didn't run well, obviously, last time out, but you know, should get should be fine going longer. Has you know, drawing the rail, has plenty of speed. Wouldn't be surprised if that horse gets on or close to the lead. And you know, this thing, just these horses aren't very good. Um, could definitely get a piece of it as well. But I'm with you on the eight, um, Laurent, and I think it's well. I don't. It's definitely a <clears throat> red light hard red light for me but uh i you know i guess the one positive of the of maybe we can make it a yellow light is that if laurent rolls or looks really good what's that say about tamra you know yeah no i I mean it solidifies her even with not running
1: yeah there's a ton of horses that she absolutely whacks that are running in this race so yeah i mean it, it without running she does become even more interesting you're right
0: um, all right, it's going to race eight on the card, the Rodeo Drive Stakes, grade two. We're 300K going a mile and a quarter on the downhill turf for Phillies, mares, three-year-olds, and up. Uh, field of eight lines up here, Halterman. And, you know, we, we I have been on Anna Set really, uh, you know, all summer. And now she kind of maybe has a little bit tougher competition. Obviously, you got some horses from the east showing up here are you going to go in a set one more time or do you think maybe the waters have gotten a little too deep
1: i think the waters may maybe a little too deep she does have the home advantage so that's good but this didia horse should come over here and look pretty good in this race uh i couldn't get around didia uh she has been facing some really tough ones over on the on the east coast and and look when you when when the the, the the turf horses shipped to california from the east they usually fare pretty well um i i like anna said a lot i i think she's a nice horse i think didia is the one to beat in this one
0: yep i'm with you that's and honestly i went into it assuming well okay i'm i'm picking you know my girl and said i've loved her she's been awesome i mean she's just been my last race in particular Mar oaks was really impressive and she certainly could i mean she has a race one at santa Anita. Um, she has not gone this long, <clears throat> but there's really nothing there that shows you that she, or make you think she won't. But when you look at Didia and kind of what she's done, she got her first loss in the United States and one of her first losses of her career. She's won eight starts in, or eight times in 12 starts. Um, and she lost to Margaret Segmentation and, and beat McCulloch, who came back to win. Uh, I, I just think not only is this a better horse, better at this distance. Just the East Coast coming out west, I think it is just you know proven to be better. And so yeah. Yeah, I like the six Didia, as well. Kind of surprised. I, I feel bad about picking against my girl here. Yeah. But uh I, I just think she's she's too good.
1: So the way I kind of looked at it, say market segmentation would have been in this race. I would have singled. Would you have singled if market oh, yeah. if it was market? Yeah. So I I mean Didia. I think I mean I think it's very similar to market segmentation. So,
0: yeah, and she was coming. I mean, she was there. I mean, yeah she, was, yeah, she was flying late, and and I don't know. No matter what numbers you look at, um, I don't know how you know. I know depending on what you look at, it, but Didia is a standout. Yep. You know, I mean, like Didia runs consistent mid 90s mid 90s buyers and as good as anisette looked last time out she earned a 91 buyer and Mm -hmm. just think she's a tad below that horse and and, and you know what to be honest we see that a lot Mm -hmm. with these west coast horses that have uh, turf horses i should say in particular that look so good and then you kind of merge the east and west together and you realize oh well they're not they're they're west coast good
1: yeah and you know i think sometimes people hear that and be like oh you guys are the east or whatever first of all we're in the midwest we don't like either coast to be completely honest and secondly that's just how it is like usually the california dirt horses are really tough when they go east and the east coast turf horses are really tough when they go west it's not a bias it's not anything that's just how that usually plays out
0: i agree um all right, what do you it's a win in your in for the makers mark philly and mayor turf it is out west so now you know we have all these these are these are races are gonna be ran at the breeders Cup track didia you green lighting this race because of her
1: can we yellow light it
0: you can yellow light it
1: i'm gonna yellow light it with the idea of i'm not quite sure who is going to be in the, the race, right? Like, like in Italian, I think we'll go to the mile, uh, turf mile. So it's probably gonna be like overseas horses, and I don't really know who's gonna be here. So I'll yellow light this one. I, I don't think these horses are gonna be impossible. I just I just don't think they're they're likely.
0: There's no like, even though this is horse is a standout here, I just there's not, it's not like Diddy is gonna be a standout at the Breeders' Cup. No. Um the, by the any
1: sorry not to cut you off the the one thing we i think all of us need to kind of pause about when we start throwing out horses this year that have ran in in races where we don't usually play them let's remember at least as we sit here right now there's not a lot of stars in this breeders cup right so a horse like didia past years probably near like yeah not real excited She. Could might do it this year, right? There's not that big star now. This weekend could provide us a little more clarity on that, but there's not those unbeatable horses in these divisions this year.
0: Do you think that is more is going to be more of a <clears throat> like a um, okay? This, there's no there's no clear horses or no clear stars this year. Or very few, so that makes the ones that do look pretty good even more of a standout. Yeah. Or do you look at it more like? There aren't really that clear stars, so even a horse like Didia, who might be a standout, is is you know is not really that big of a standout, and it could definitely be an upset.
1: I think I think if you look at uh, look at this last weekend and you see a few horses that really whoa jump off the screen, I think it makes them really tough with the Breeders' Cup. Thing is, we've waited all year for a horse to kind of be impressive, and they just haven't been. So, uh, you know, hopefully, we see something like that. But I'm not holding my breath. I think, I think this year, what we have is what we have, and it's just a lot of horses that aren't bad, but they a lot of horses that aren't stars, really.
0: It just feels like, you know, and I mean, in Italian, I mean, we'll see what she does this weekend, but it. I guess it feels like there's going to be like one Chad Brown horse that maybe wins one of the turf. But other than that, you can basically count on internationals winning every turf race. Cause we just don't have that. We don't have any standouts.
1: I mean, you look at the two-year-old turf races so far, it's like the two, uh, at Belmont, at the big a yesterday, they ran them on Wednesday. It's like, yeah. yeah, they're not, they're not very good. So, but you know, there's, there's more to come, but yes, I, what I'm long way of saying. I, I agree with what you're saying
0: all right let's go to race nine the american Pharaoh stakes grade one 300k one one sixteenth miles for two-year-olds uh prince of monaco obviously not going to run here but you get the next best right and mooth a field of eight uh lines up here and mooth is going to probably more than likely be your favorite of this race after finishing second to prince of monaco um last time out mooth has kind of been that weird horse it's like Oh, he's gonna run here. He's gonna run there. He's, but then it turns out he never didn't run anywhere until here. So last time we saw this ho- horse was August thirteenth. Uh, I needed this horse in a big way for a big massive double. By the way, I had Laurent. That was that was what in the first race prior to that. And then needed <laughs> needed Muth. It didn't happen. So what are you doing with Mooth here? Uh, by
1: default, I I put Mooth on top. I don't love anybody in this race. Uh, I, I think it's interesting. BU ships out here for Pletcher, but he's been pretty disappointing. Um, he, he has not ran as well as I thought he would. I thought he was going to be a star. Maybe this is it. Maybe he goes around two turns and looks better. I'm definitely going to still play him. But, uh, you know, I just think Muth is the one today.
0: Yeah, for this I, just, one. I can't. It's like one of those picks where I'm like, Slowly sliding my money over, kind of like not Mm -hmm. looking, but I'm like, yes, it's smooth. Okay, I don't love it, but yes, smooth. I mean, just you, you, I don't know. I mean, it's just you you look at the the numbers, the horse, even though the horse you know lost to, to Prince of Monaco last out and didn't necessarily look awesome. Um, got, I mean, he got a 93 buyer for the race, got a 90 on debut. There's really no one in this race that that is close to that bu is the only one on debut ran an 88 buyer Um, i guess we can talk about pletcher sending this one out you talked about bu a little bit earlier with locked on that debut race this was like the 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 pletcher right that i read was on was the favorite of that race lost to just steel came back ran in the hopeful was a short price that day lost again bu ships here i think one is a case of hey i'm sticking you know keeping locked and bu apart from each other Going to go ahead and get BU out to the Breeders' Cup, uh, anyways. Thoughts on this horse showing up here?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I, I don't know if that's good, if that's bad. I, you know, I, maybe. Hey, we got to get him two turns. We're going to send Locked to 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 Keeneland, and then we'll send this horse here to Santa Anita and kind of spread out our three big ones. Um, you know, the horse is still a maiden and and trying to grade one for the second straight race, so I think it tells you they really like him. I know and we were together uh when when we were handicapping this and we were we were watching this obviously together as well and you know i i thought this was going to be the next big horse and that that was just based on what i saw pedigree uh you know uh workouts and everything like that and got beat to to just steal that day on debut and it's like he it ran really well but boy it's just kind of disappointing and then I didn't think did anything in the hopeful. I mean, turn for the hopeful with, with a big shot to win. I thought he got set a good trip and he just didn't kick on. So I, I still like him. I still kind of believe in him, but I I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know if you can really support him with a lot of confidence in this race, but I'll have him on tickets.
0: Yeah. I mean, by the way, yeah. uh, Whoever, Kevin, Muth was the horse that supposedly yep. shipped out to Saratoga for this race, for the hopeful anyways, and then came back too tough. And so he scratches like the most yeah. bullshit excuse ever. But yeah, that was the horse. So it's totally, that's a weird. And I, I look, I don't know with like, I'm with you. I mean, we're going to find, so you've, we've already alluded to this many times, but we're going to find so much out about that hopeful this weekend mm-hmm. and what that was, you know, and, and we'll obviously we'll know, before this race, what Timberlake does and whatever, you know, in in his race and some of these other horses, like to figure out what the hell BU is. I, I tend to look at it more like locked as the, is the horse that he likes most now. I mean, I guess you could throw in fierceness as well, but out of the two, out of those two, um, and he's like, get, get BU the hell out of here. Get him, go ahead, go ahead and get him out to Santa Anita Get him at two turns. We'll see what he does there, and and he's you know given Ripoli right. He's going to run him in the Breeders' Cup, and so it's like just go ahead and get him out there running that race. Get but more than anything, it's like keep him away from Lock because I don't want he doesn't need to be in that race.
1: Well, and you notice no jockey follows him out there, and I realize that that's not where those jockeys would normally run. But still, you know, you, he he got. He didn't get his own jockey. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. it kind of tells you, and, and maybe you're sitting there saying, well, duh, you got fierceness. But sure, but it still says something, right? If Irad was out here riding BU, it would say something, you know? And, I, you know, I know he did prep Forte at the race at Keeneland last year because that's where the Breeders' Cup was. But I, I just don't feel like that's the case this year.
0: Right. Yeah. So I'm with you. Um, I am on Mooth. Uh, just by default a little bit. I am going to I'm gonna red light this one. Yeah, me too. I just don't love it. I just I, I think and I don't and to be clear, I don't really I'm not definitely not sold on picking Prince of Monaco to win either at the Breeders' Cup. But I I'm just not either. Not even I, a little bit, to be honest.
1: Muth is Mooth is the weird one in this to me. So
0: I mean, I guess if he were to, like, I mean, he's a $2 million horse. He's been the favorite every race.
1: They they really, really thought this, like, when he, after that debut, there were a lot of people inside with connections that really thought this was the one. And then he got smoked. And then he went to, like, the Saratoga thing. Everything happened there. He's working really well. They like him. I mean, but I, I don't know.
0: I know. It's just, it's... I'll red light it, but I also wouldn't like in this division this year, I'm not going to be surprised if anybody wins because I just don't think it's a very strong two year old division we have so far. Um, All right. Final race here. That's, that's going to be a wrap for Saturday's races, but we wanted to at least talk about the spinster on Sunday real quick you also have the charity and the bourbon stakes. um we're not going to mention those here um one at keeneland and uh, or two at keeneland is the spinster and the bourbon and the charities at aqueduct um but the this is for the distaff so it's race nine on sunday at keeneland Jenmont spencer stakes grade one six hundred thousand dollars mile and eight for phillies and mares three-year-olds and up and it is a breeders cup challenge series race for the long jeans distaff and it's like, you know, for one, it's a big race than then staff, But two, you've got some of the top contenders in your nest um, versus idiomatic who beat nest last time out at Saratoga. Those are your clear top two choices. Six to five on nest idiomatic at seven to five idiomatic, man. It looks like once again, has a very clear pace advantage, but I know, you know, I know you love nest. So where are you going? I'm ready to be heard again, Jared. I'm ready to be heard. Oh again. no, you're doing it i'm going nest oh, you just love pain you love pain
1: ready to be hurt again my friend yeah I, i'll go nest um
0: feels like me and dating
1: yeah <laughs> well that's, that's that's sad but um um yeah um i don't know which one's sadder actually listen i just think <laughs> I just,
0: <laughs> I'll say every time I'm around you I see Nest punch you in the face and then yet here you go again. So
1: we had so many good moments last year and then it just went sour from the breeders cup on. We did have one good moment I guess she beat Carrier <laughs> but uh I don't know. I'll just I'll just go. I'll go Nest again and and we'll see what happens. I, you know, I I don't know why they don't try to put her in the race early. I know she can do it. I've seen her do it. Yep. to me i she should just sit and stock idiomatic i think she's a better horse than her but you know last time out just gross just terrible so we'll i see
0: Your <laughs> your uh just your the your voice says everything about yeah. how you i mean i
1: people. i she's not she's disappointed me more than any because when she got on that roll at Saratoga last year and even, it, you know, went over to Belmont and won, I'm just like this, this is the next big horse and could, I mean, just the worst of the Breeders' Cup. So bad. Yeah. It disappeared forever. Comes back, looks great. And then so bad again. So.
0: I I do think, uh, I, if you looked at like a big pay, like I think nest is a better horse. I thought nest was a better horse than Neomatic last time, but, Edomatic is the now horse and has ran so well as of late. This horse has a clear pace advantage in this race, has had a clear pace advantage in a few races. So I do, I just think it's a matter of the now horse and the horse, I, I, you look at this race, and you might be right, Like, or you might, you know, we feel like Ness should be involved in the race a lot sooner. You go back and look at the CCA Oaks, you look at, you know, the Alabama you know even the bell like this horse can be right there but here lately it's i don't know if it's her or if it's her jockey uh just not i mean you got i mean if you learn anything from the last race you gotta press her but idiomatic for me i'm just going with the now horse i yeah. wouldn't be shocked whatsoever if nest runs her down because i do think nest is the better horse but i'm playing the uh the now horse and, and the, the 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 one that i read is not going to be taking too far out of the race fair <laughs> uh, hey, he another, div- another tough division too so what yeah. do you what do you feel of this race I mean if I mean well I know the answer because you're picking her to win after she just crushed your heart last time so if nest wins I mean you're gonna do it again in the breeders cup with her aren't you
1: probably <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah now look I, I I think you have to green light this race just because who, who's yeah, going to win? I mean, if Indomatic wins again, I mean, is there going to be any pace ever in any of these races uh, that these these older fillies and mares are in? I don't know. So I think it's a green light race.
0: Yeah, I think it's a green light race, just like you said, by default, because yeah. of who's what this division looks like right now. I mean, let's yeah. just pretend that these two horses run one, two and run a nice race, both of them, whether whatever order it finish these. If you fast forward a month later, these two are going to be two of the top choices of the race. So mm-hmm. it's, it, it, you know, I, I most a lot, at least a lot of years, you would probably say, I don't know. But if I think it has to be a green light race.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, where is Secret Oath?
0: Where is Secret of Why
1: thought, would Secret Oath Not be in this race?
0: Well, there's only one reason why, and it's because she's. I mean, because the coach is going to run her regardless. So if, she must just be totally not right. It,
1: is it? I mean, there is a. There's the Bell Dame Sunday at at at, at Belmont the Big A. If she's not entered there, then something's up.
0: She has worked. I mean, she's worked steady. Um,
1: yeah, she's been working.
0: She has four. She's had really four straight works. Um, and working well three straight bullets from Mm -hmm. secret oath um at churchill Downs. so yeah you would think um i don't know
1: lucas says he wants to space out her races that's a bad sign if he said that
0: yeah he's the opposite of that yeah
1: (laughs) but you know uh, that would be smart but i i that's interesting
0: He's typically more like I want to run her six times between now and the Breeders' Cup. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. She needed a break for sure, but it kind of makes you wonder if you know. And that's the thing that we've always said about Lucas horses is you got you got to get on them when they're when they're right. They're yeah. you know when they're you know they're, they're they can be tough, but when they're not right, man, they're they're hard to hard to believe in. So, um, I think her not showing up in these races is is and I'm not I would not feel. Uh, confident and if, assuming we're not going to see her between now and the breeders cup kind of waiting all this time by the way after she's been curb stumped multiple times being like oh now she's gonna win at the breeders cup i yeah. would it shock me not really because who it, who, who who is true she's trained by we've seen it before but i'll i'll let my money you know i'll let myself get beat and just be happy for her if she wins
1: Yep, we'll see what happens with her. That's uh, It's interesting she's not in any of these preps. So I hope she wins, but I don't know. I'm a little bit worried about that.
0: All right. Uh, for this one here on Sunday, Altman's got the three nest. He loves punishment. And number two for me, idiomatic.
1: It, it's funny... Okay. The, the hey we're going to space out the races then you go look at her resume and they, <laughs> they literally spaced out the races once her whole life.
0: Not only does not only does he not space them out, he runs her against the boys, he runs I mean it's just <laughs> he runs her in every possible spot he can. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. So
1: I mean, I'm I'm looking through it. Yeah, no. Uh the one time that the, she had a little time it was between uh, the Breeders' Cup and, you know, the next year. But that, I don't necessarily count that. Um, yeah. Did give her two months, and she ran second, so.
0: what's well, this did I mean, like, like she's... <laughs> Literally,
1: <laughs> Kevin says he was interviewed at Saratoga saying he thinks he may have overdone it on her in the past. <laughs> you think?
0: Crazy. He's 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 uh he's like 90 years old. He's not gonna change now. So
1: <laughs> I can't believe he said that. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, may may have. <laughs> I would agree with what he said.
0: Slight <laughs> slight <slide> overdone. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> no right, guys, so we have check us out racingdues.com for our free picks, and of course our premium selection's on the products play, page at racingdudes.com. Click the get racing dudes premium button at the menu, and you can also go get the Cool more turf betting Bible now available at racingdudes.com. Again, that is available now. And if you go subscribe, you can get one, two, three upcoming wagering guides that one, the 14 trends to the Breeders' Cup, and of course the Breeders' Cup betting Bible all free at uh, the website at racingdudes.com. So make sure you head on over there and get your access to that now. Uh, we're on Twitter at Racing Dudes, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find all episodes of Blinkers Off by visiting our podcast page, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all the places you listen to. We are there. Uh, I have not seen any uh, any live from the Magic Mike. What are they doing? Do you know what the Magic Mike show is doing? I think they're doing Keeneland. I'm going to assume the Keeneland Late mm-hmm. Pick Five preview coming up yep. at 4 p.m. Central Time. So stay tuned for that. Um, due to bet sports, uh, aired yesterday. So if you want to listen to Halterman and Papa dude, go over, not just NFL, but college picks for this weekend, cultural picks, make sure you go head on over to the same platforms and listen to the dudes who bet sports. It's a big weekend for OU, huh?
1: Yeah. Big weekend. Definitely a big weekend. We'll see what happens. It's uh, it's measuring stick time. We're definitely better than we were last year. We'll find out how much better though, because this is <laughs> This is a different test uh, this week. We've played nobody, and uh, we're playing somebody this week, so we'll
0: see. I can tell you though. I mean, I, I again, I'm not as plugged into college. I'm not even close to what I am with the NFL, but it definitely feels like OU has done they have done a good job. So, like they be, I even I'm like, okay, maybe I didn't think they were going to be very good, and now it seems like they're doing all the things right. Yep. So we'll see what this kind of brings. But well, if they perform well, I mean. You've got to be believing they're exceeding expectations.
1: Yeah, no, I I definitely. And listen, they're they're five and zero against the spread. So yes, they haven't played anybody, but they've covered each week. And so, what more can they really do up to this point? You know, again, you're going to find out exactly where you're at. I mean, this is a Texas team that's number three in the country. They they went to Alabama and won by double digits. I mean, this is a good Texas team. So if if OU win or loses a very competitive game then i think we're kind of back to where we should be but you know this will be this will be the game that we'll kind of find out what they are
0: all right well look at this people want, i mean the turtles uh, have become the turtle the, 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 I like turtles. we need to have a show just based off of uh 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 soccer i think because yep. <laughs> yep. everyone wants to know about the turtles nothing's happened since uh since we, I think we last talked because we had a game on Monday of last week, so we've been off. Um, we we had practice uh, and uh, uh, yesterday, or no, what day is today? Thursday. We had practice Tuesday. Um, game tonight. Game tonight. We have. Uh, do we play here? We play the Turtles at Dynamite Ooh. Um, at six fifty tonight. Uh, this is. I think this is going to be interesting game you know the turtles are lost the last one to of course my future right my future wife i think yep. uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh three to one should have been two to one but still we lost uh got the goalie back <clears throat> Everyone back tonight i think the way dynamites have been playing i think this is gonna i think honestly i think this is more like a pick'em game i could see this thing going either way
1: Pedla says Jared got dominated by the coach, (laughs) not soccer wise. I like
0: (laughs) totals. That's for another show, my
1: friend. Well, listen. What are the? What's the dynamite? What are their? What's their
0: record? Okay. Well, uh, dynam. I'm. I'm looking.
1: How can I? How can I make a pick if you give me no information?
0: Well, I'm. The information I have isn't great. Okay. So dynamite. The first half finished three. So there's the. They were three and two. We were uh, two and two. Uh, they played one extra game for some reason. Okay. Let's see. The Raptors, they beat Dynamite two to one. We also lost two to one to the Raptors. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, let's see. Dynamite got, got beat again to whoever Vesco is. We haven't played Vesco. Um, Vesco's pretty damn good, though, Compared, looking at the Shanks. They beat the Shanks three to one. We lost to the Shanks. That's my girlfriend's team. Um, we lost to the Shanks, so... There there you go. There's there's the closest comparison I can give you. Vesco beat Dynamite 3-2. to The next week, Vesco beat the Shanks, who we lost to.
1: Dynamite, 3. Turtles,
0: 2. I think... Okay, here's another one. Here's another one for you. We beat the... Oh, here's a good one. We beat the um, Austin <laughs> uh, four to one. Okay. They beat Dynamite. Beat Austin eight to zero.
1: Now you're in big trouble. I, I, I'll say, I'll say three two. You guys are pretty good defensively. And I think that'll keep it close, but i kind of i kind of think by the way the shanks what the hell
0: but yeah anyway, by the I way, kind of think- yeah listen up it's not the shanks that might be my last name but we're the rap we're the real raptors oh
1: so it's the raptors yeah yeah remember
0: she's the one that got mad at me because i said well it says shanks but yeah
1: listen i i i think the dynamite get it done is it is it dynamite or is it dino
0: De- kevin's got it right it's dino might okay <laughs> Exact. I, mean, I don't know how. You, I don't know if you got access to the schedule, Kevin, but that is. I that is exactly how it's spelled. So
1: I, yeah. I think this team is all about having fun. I think. I bet they're freewheeling. They're probably not gonna be nervous or uptight. So I think three two. I, I think. I think it's three one most of the game. You get a late goal, kind of make it close. Nah, You have to sweat it out a minute if you're the dynamite, but I think they get it done. So three two dynamite for me tonight.
0: Yeah, I'll be honest with you, man. We. I'm. I'm losing. Um... I feel like I've lost the locker room. <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't feel good. I, I just I, my team. Right. The we right. this happens a lot, but for whatever yeah. reason, like I can barely get kids to practice. Come like on. they're not at practice. Final I had to six. scrimmage against the team because it was five of them versus me. Because I that's literally all I had at practice was five kids, and so it just feels, you know, the game was. They didn't show up. They were tired last week. They were they were slow. I don't like it. I I think we're gonna struggle tonight. To be honest with you,
1: Rob says Commanders minus six and Turtles team to, total under. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, listen, they're six and 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 you got a six or seven or however old they are, and you you're not. I don't think you're relating to the to the team anymore. I think maybe get a twelve year old to coach him. They might relate more to them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah we, we uh we don't go into to halloween we got two weeks left thank goodness
1: <laughs> so it's almost over okay
0: we got two weeks after this week so three games total left okay um it, it i'm ready <laughs> uh, i it's been a it's been a long season it's been a, it's been a, it's been a tumultuous season man we've been back and forth i <laughs> <laughs> i thought
1: you said skanks at first too and they are that hard to engage. engaged yeah
0: I'm gonna he's, say he's right. I'm gonna say it's like a three to one type game. We lose. You're
1: picking against them? That's yeah. and, and you okay. So you just on air publicly picked against your own team and then you wonder why you've lost the locker room? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this has turned into a therapy session for come you. watch.
0: Come watch one of my practices and you will understand.
1: Cuz last week you're like you're really mad because this lady was 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 like talking shit about you then you start explaining and everybody in the chat goes, "Jared, she's flirting with you, dude." And you you missed that sign. Like you're missing things, man. I don't know.
0: No, know. I've given up on I mean, they, she really took the the wind out of my sails last week.
1: I feel like things were going fine until this encounter and I feel like she's 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 gotten to you. Yeah. And not in the not in the good ways like Pedlo was talking about earlier no, in, in the bad ways. That didn't
0: yeah. <laughs> that, that did or did not happen, so <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> we uh we, I I'll give it this. We are we are t- like our we do play well on defense. They are I got a couple kids that that actually go after the ball, but I just <laughs> She did. She did. Yeah. She uh by the way, just as an update, I have not I have not accepted the friend request. <laughs> so we'll see. I, I accepted it. No. <laughs> yeah, ultimate yeah, <laughs> herb. I didn't notice you guys are friends now, so. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> no. So, uh, Turtles uh, there's your update. We next game after this weekend. What is our next game? Uh Oh, we play Tuesday. So here we, we don't Okay. We won't have another update. So we play the sidekicks that game. So we okay. have two games. You we could right. two-game preview here. Turtles versus yeah. sidekicks on Tuesday. Yeah. Let's see what they're let's see what they're talking about here. I'm gonna guess um, this
1: team isn't very good, but go
0: ahead. Sidekicks beat the team Vesco six to zero or six to three. I'm sorry. Oh okay. Um, let's look at the first half because that's that's the tail of the tape right there. Um oh, oh shit. Okay, we Sidekicks are going to beat us, guys. Okay. Right, sidekicks beat the pandas, who are the best team in the league, <laughs> two to one. We are screwed. <laughs>
1: I'd say that's going to be four nothing sidekicks, and but I, I'm not a fan of them.
0: At least, yeah. Dumb name. We do play uh, the Vesco team in the last game of the year, and they're not good. So okay. um, I think we can. We got a chance with them, but uh,
1: five hundred record, maybe. Yeah,
0: yeah. I do. I'm worried about uh, going. I'm, <laughs> I'm worried about finishing this. Uh, this is what happened last year. We had a decent first half, and the second half, we just fell apart. Well, it's a coaching problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, 100% the coach. It's Breeders' Cup season. I get busy. I don't care, right. about, yeah, right, I yeah. care less about the turtles <laughs> and more about your horses. So. You're great in September, but October, <laughs>
1: it all falls apart.
0: <laughs> you know what's bad. When I've, even, I've even lost my son. The other day, he was like, because we're going, I'm taking my boys, like, on a trip right after uh, the game. And he's like, Dad, can we just, like, cancel the game? <laughs> I'm like, no, you can't cancel the game. But you can tell where his mind's going to be tonight. So, so, so he's I my best player, a, too. So I think
1: this is a sign that he doesn't really care to be playing. <laughs> It's like, can we just stop? Like, what, we're still playing? What? Yeah,
0: yeah, no. That's, th- that's it, that's did though. It's like, well, I, I didn't, I knew I signed up for soccer, but I didn't realize it'd be eight weeks. You know, <laughs> it's like, this sucks. <laughs> so, I do think we need to get Halterman at one of these games at some point, just because just, I don't know. Like you're betting you know, you're betting on these games, but you don't really understand what these games are about. You need to go, you need to show up and see just how bad it is.
1: It's kind of it's kind of like it's kind of like if I watched it, it would ruin it for me. Let me have my thought process. That's true. You definitely have it more built up in
0: your head than it is, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Halterman on the sidelines, like just him, that'd be hilarious. I, I could be
1: on a live show, just be like, geez, this is this is awful i gotta get out of here (laughs) he
0: would be the the adult over there you know dropping f-bombs and getting getting kicked out of the game (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck cohen come on (laughs) no all right that's the turtles update good luck to the turtles tonight 650 uh be there or be square okay ultimately i'll be be there i'll be square i'll give you an update after the game sounds great as usual Thursday great. night update. All right, guys. Uh I think that's all. Any uh, any final thoughts, Alterman, before we head into the final weekend here of uh, Breeders' Cup races.
1: Yeah, no, final thought is it's gonna be great. And uh I, I can't wait for the racing and um go Oklahoma. Jeez, please, that would just be so much fun if we would Are win this going? game this weekend. Are you going? Yes, yeah. nice, all right. Yeah, heading down. Um I'm I'm not really nervous because i don't expect to win but if we're in the fourth quarter and that game's close boy that's (laughs) gonna be nerve-wracking because i would love to win this game because this this is a this would be extra sweet if we could beat texas this year because they they think they're going to the national title you know and if we could go down there and beat them, man that'd be that'd be a big feather in our caps for sure
0: I'm sorry. Kevin broke me, so I, I, <laughs> I just read that, but i just dying.
1: <laughs> <God>. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> I mean, now I'm here for fun. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> good. No, that makes me laugh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd be like, uh if you watch Two and a Half Men when Charlie went yeah. to uh, uh, Jake's game. You ever watch that? Yeah, oh yeah. He, yeah, he yeah. just got back from Vegas. He had like a suit on. He was hung over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: That's so funny. oh shit that is funny yeah uh yeah it would be fun uh funny to see OU beat them especially considering OU doesn't have the you know it doesn't at least didn't go into the season thinking they would be in texas yeah. uh, so those yeah. games are all i mean uh, from, my, from my perspective it always feels like no matter how good or bad either side is it's always a cl- it's just like uh, you know chiefs raiders or whatever yeah. like it's just no matter how good or bad each side is it just it's always a good game
1: the worst Oklahoma team maybe in the history of the whole school went to Texas, went down to Texas and beat them one year when Texas won the big 12 championship 1996 overtime, uh, James Allen scored to win the game for Oklahoma. Oklahoma won three games that year. They were awful. They were, they hadn't won a game. They'd lost to Tulsa, uh, that year went down to, down to the cotton bowl and won. And that's, that's that game in a nutshell. Anything can happen when they kick that one off. It's, it's a crazy I can't overstate it enough that the atmosphere it, 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 down there, it's its just different. It's just different.
0: All right. Well, there you go. Go Oklahoma. Go. Boomer. Yep. I not until that. we win.
1: I'm not going to say it bad.
0: Okay. So, okay. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm Jared Welch. He's Aaron Halterman. <laughs> Enjoy this final weekend of Breeders' Cup preps. Good luck this weekend, guys.
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of Blinkers Off. Join our horse racing community at racingdudes.com and follow us on Twitter at racing underscore dudes. Want to make money betting horses? Bet with the racing dudes.